Welcome back, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Appreciate you joining in. Hey, if you haven't done so already, or if this is your first time listening, why don't you hop in over there to iTunes or Spotify and subscribe to us. Leave us a rating, a review. Literally takes 30 seconds. Can it be a sentence or two? Or a whole paragraph if you're if you're feeling generous. But it helps us out a lot. We'd appreciate it. We've been climbing those charts. Uh, be, be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast and Instagram at BlockbusterMentality. That's where you get all the updates on the show. And also you can find our show at BlockbusterMentality.com. You can also get all the updates there. Get our YouTube channel and all that. I uh, haven't been promoting our YouTube channel much. But hey, uh, you, it's it's there. You, you can find it. There's videos, so check it out. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we are doing something out of the ordinary this time. We used to do this a lot before we were a guest-driven show, but we have a new movie to discuss this week, uh, and I was excited to. It's it's exciting to talk about something new. Uh, and we we uh, spoke about, as you can tell from the title, you already know, but we, we reviewed Dune. Uh, from uh, the new movie from uh, Denny Villeneuve, who has been one of my favorite directors uh, the past few years, S- was so excited for this and was uh, super excited to talk about it with actor comedian uh, Eric Griffin, perhaps best known for uh, as playing Montez on Workaholics. Uh, he taught me a valuable lesson, folks. He taught me a valuable lesson in this episode. You'll you'll find out. He was super nice about it, super funny about it. But uh, I I I got to remember the niche of this show. It's it's talking movies with celebrities. That's the draw of our show. Seeing what celebrities think of a certain movie and the art form. And he reminded me of it. And that's what draws celebrities to come on the show, is to come on to talk a movie, not necessarily their careers and why'd you get into acting, why'd you get into comedy? You know, that's that's the boring stuff. We're, we're, we don't want to be a generic interview show. We, we, we talk movies on the show and we invite celebrities to share their thoughts on these movies. So Eric, thank you so much for, for reminding me of who I am, where I came from. <laughs> Again, you'll get more context uh, when the show uh, officially begins with Eric. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, we talked Dune, uh, and, uh, yeah, we I had a blast with him. He's a super cool guy, uh, even when he was razzing me for asking uh, typical interview questions. But good on him. Good on him. Uh, but, uh, anyway, without further ado, here's uh, my conversation with Eric Griffin on Dune. Yeah, man. I think usually people move here and yeah. all that. they have their little story and they want to talk about their stupid city that they used to live in, like you know, <laughs> and then they want to talk about you know what I mean, right? They want to talk about how great their city is. Like <laughs> people love to come to California and be like, "Oh man, Los Angeles is terrible." So then, what are you doing here? Go back to your, you know, right? Yeah, back to your <laughs> dumb city that you came from. Stop talking smack about my home, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I'm uh, unfortunately in Tampa, so you know that's uh, oh, you know. Well, I'll be in Tampa in a couple. 
like a month or so, I think. Oh, look at that. Maybe we should have yeah. scheduled this later. But no, nah, it's all good. <laughs> that no, that's <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, yeah, Florida, you know, I'm from Detroit originally, so oh, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a little different. I mean, not that Detroit's, you know, much better than, than Tampa. I think people right. have a higher uh higher regard for Tampa than they when people say Detroit, but you know yeah. I, I do but, I, hey, but, but like but just not like Detroit, like the city. Like a lot of times, people think they they say they live in Detroit, but then they live in like, you know, Livonia or like you know whatever those. <laughs> wow, places. Livonia! Wow, yeah. very good. I uh, <laughs> well, I usually when I know when people I, when I know uh, people know what they're talking about, I usually say Dearborn because. Dearborn's but, another one. Yeah, because that's more close to where I grew up than Detroit, but. To outsiders, I just say Detroit, and if they ask further, then I'll be like, "No, I'm not from the streets or anything." But you know, right, right, right. It's like that's the perception of freaking, you know, of you know what I mean. It's like yeah. that's, that's the perception people have of Detroit. You know, so it's like, come on, exactly. But you know, what are you gonna do? And you know, my Lions are zero and seven at the time of this recording. So you know, it, it's. You know, Detroit's just, it's its miserable. But anyway, uh, we're talking about Eric Griffin today. That's, that's what we're talking about. And we're talking about Dune. Can't wait to get into that. What a movie to talk about, man. I uh, Yeah, really. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, mean, I even talked about it on my podcast. That's the only reason why I have this ready to go. I... <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's like, yeah, I really, you know, in, in, in this crazy day and age, not that many, you know, I don't know if you were going to the movies in the movie theater, but, you know, I, you know, I travel a lot now just for doing stand up. So I'm out by myself. So I had to go, you know what? I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, now let, let's talk about you a little. I mean, so stand up. I mean, when, when did that start? When, when did you get the itch to do stand up? Oh man, Ugh, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay, I mean, we just, don't have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that boring, like, oh, so where are you from? Why'd you start acting? I, it's like, I know. But I, I, it was like it was like 2003, man. I've 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 been a I've always wanted to be a stand up. I've been a stand up like for like you know most of my adult life now. So or like when I really you know when I consider myself an adult, which is like past 30. Yeah. You know? So I've been. This is what I do. Act, it's just your job. You know? it's, it's, yeah, it's just a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, At this point, it's just a job. You know, it's not necessarily fun to talk about, and it's like, especially right now with everything, stand-ups are getting attacked. You know, so it's like, and I get it. So it's like, it's like, yeah, eh. yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, this this podcast is my side hustle. I got, you know, I have a day job. So when people ask me about either, I'm just like, eh, yeah, yeah, it's right, cool. exactly, you know? exactly. People like you go on a podcast and they, they don't even think like, hey, well, do you want to talk about your main job all the time? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be like a, a crumbling, no, but I'm just like, no, I love hey, it. Let, you know, I like that you're real you know, about it. Yeah, yeah. This, this, I got because I hate when I like I go to morning radio in some of these cities, you know. And I know they didn't, they didn't do any research. They just look at my bio on the uh, <laughs> on the website, and then they start asking me questions from my bio. So I see that you did this, this, and this, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, can we just have a conversation? Do right. we like? Why do we need? To, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what does it matter? Like the, these little silly facts. Like I don't know exactly. If people, yeah, people. Like, it's an like, easy like, Google. Like, search. why do people? Like, why do people listen to your podcast? Why do people watch your podcast? They watch it for. The movies and stuff. So my exactly. whole thing is like, let's just get to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I hear you there. And I appreciate you being real because I never know, like, when I'm asking these questions, like, uh, like, we always try to ask questions that are, you know, 
not your typical questions. But you know, you know, you got. But that was a typical question. I you, know. You, don't say Meryl, that. You asked a. You, yeah. See, you. Well, yeah, the that's, is, and there you go. That was a lesson learned for you. Don't be asking no dumbass <laughs> questions that you know you don't want to ask. And there you, you have, look what happened to you. You got look what happened. You, you have taught me so much in two <laughs> minutes. I've, I've been podcasting now for six years, and uh, now I've I've learned my biggest lesson. So there we go. <laughs> uh, but Eric, comedians, I, are, comedians are assholes. That's what you just learned. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you said it, not me. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, but you just uh, co-signed. You co-signed by saying that. That's what you just did, Eric. I gotta ask you about workaholics, though. Can I talk about workaholics a little before we get yes, into doing? You can talk about workaholics. Uh, so, like, <laughs> what was that like? Like, how did you yeah, like yeah. get the role and everything? I yeah, is it like is that like a cult following? Would you say is that more of a because it's not like yeah, a mainstream no, I, show? Like, it's it's a Comedy Central well, late time, night. Yeah, at the time, I don't think it was mainstream at the time, but like it was very, you know, it was very, uh, you know, it was like a cult classic type of, uh, yeah, it was just like, I think even more than that, just, you know, little, little darling of the, the cable, cable, you know, yeah. you just got a big, huge young person's following. And so when young people like something, everyone else is kind of like, oh, well, we got to, we got to see what this is about. And like, you know, so every room I would go into after that, they'd be like, oh my God, workaholics, you know, and I always know who didn't watch it and who did watch it, you know? So yeah, yeah. But it was great. I mean, it was, it's a really great experience. I mean, I'm not, gonna, you know, yeah. I'm not going to take gonna. nothing away from it. It was right. really a fun, it's fun to be on some people's favorite show. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, all right, fuck it. Let's talk Dune. All right, I'm sorry for asking you these, you know, typical interview questions. No, it's okay. I don't. I'm not, now, I, now I feel bad. Like I bullied no, you no. into like not doing your interview. No, usually I. <laughs> now I just feel like an old. I feel like the old crotchety bully. You know what I mean? Like. I usually like preface I should have vet, like I should have vetted these questions before we started. Like no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> he we may don't... not ask me about this. I don't know. <laughs> I know I should ask your publicist. Like what? What does he not like talking about? You know yeah, what's? Nah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I mean, matter. I don't know, but it's it's all good. I just yeah, I, yeah. I I just I, I am legit. Like I really loved this movie and more excited about talking about that than my no, stupid career. I know, I know, I totally get it. And no, I appreciate the realness because you know most celebrities that come on here. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I love t- working on that project. You're just gonna get the same answers. You're never gonna get, yeah. you know, real like. Yeah, who's uh, gonna say, oh, I hated that? You right? Yeah, mean? yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna say, oh no, yeah, that guy was an asshole to work with. Like, yeah. it's just gonna be, you know, your typical answers. All right, you taught me a lesson. Let's talk Dune. Uh, we're, we're, <laughs> Eric Griffin, uh, you suggested this movie now typically when i get uh suggested a movie it's you know an older movie um you know i just talked uh rushmore with uh nelson franklin um uh yeah and well i I didn't know anything about it they asked me like what movies have you seen it's a blockbuster so i was like i literally had just seen this movie you know uh again and i was like oh all right well here's a movie and then it was like okay then she just ran with it and here we are no, all right, cool. No, so that's that's why you picked it. I was going to ask you yeah. why you picked it. So now, are you have had you been a fan of the original, the books, or anything? Like, what was your relationship with Dune? No, I this wasn't movie? a fan of any of that. Like, I remember I was probably too. Like, I don't know when when was the original movie. I think it was like eighty four. Yeah, eighty three 80. or eighty four. Yeah, yeah, I was too young to even enjoy a movie like that. It was just too confusing and complicated. And in my in my day, special effects didn't enhance a movie at all. 
You know, right, there was yeah. nothing enhancing about special effects back then. So it was just basically like they had to, it, it, it was all about the performances, all about that, you know, whatever was happening on screen there. So I don't know. Um, in, I'm just saying for that movie, it wasn't special effects. But, you know, I, I, I don't remember it, you know. So then this one came out and I just was like, I don't know. Certain people were talking about it, uh, and then I was out of town. Uh, my cousin was with me. I was in the Washington, D.C. area, and I was like, well, let's just go check this movie out, and I am so glad that I did. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, this, to me, this was a fantastic movie. I think, I think it was well-made, well-acted. I, 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 I haven't been to a movie where I wanted to see it again in the movie theater in, in a long time. And this was the kind of movie that I was like, oh, I got to watch this again. You know, just for the simple fact that, like, you watch it once, uh, it's a little hard to follow for the first 35 minutes because it's a lot of exposition. It's a lot of, like, explaining this universe and the world, a lot of explaining, like, here's why this is happening. Here's these people. This is why it happened. A lot of voiceover stuff to try to help us out, like, you know, this is the world, you know. And so then once you kind of get a grasp of it, like, 45, 50 minutes in, then you're kind of like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then you kind of want to go back, you know. But, you know, that's just how I felt about it. Right? That's, yeah, that's so funny that you say 45 to 50 minutes in because I, when I was watching it, I unfortunately have not got a chance to see it in the theater yet. I watched it on H- HBO Max last night, actually, when I found out this was your choice. Um, so yeah, I, oh, I got you. But I'm glad I did because of subtitles. Uh, that helped me tremendously to understand this movie oh, better. Really? Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny you say yeah, 45 to 50 minutes because I... I Specifically, remember like 50 to an hour in, I was like just sucked in. Like, at first, I was just like, All right, what yes. am I watching? Like, what is this? But yes. at like the 50 minute, 60 minute mark, I was just like, Okay, I'm totally enthralled by this and I'm sucked in. Like, yeah, enthralled <laughs> is a noticed. good word. And I think that it was, I, I thought it was very visually stimulating as well as the soundscape. Um, I, I felt like the music was so good uh and so it really matched well with the visuals that you were watching on screen so yeah you know i i i thought it was uh i thought it was well done yeah you know? absolutely because it... go ahead no 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 i was gonna go you you go uh, no no i was just gonna say because i mean the only reason i was excited for it um, because I I had never seen the original, I had never read the books or anything. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Denny Villeneuve, I believe that's how you pronounce it, the director who did Arrival, Sicario, um, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Um, so that's oh. why I was excited about it. And uh, in that aspect, I you know he he did not disappoint um, in in that regard. Um, I, so are you, uh, I mean, are you familiar with the director at all? Did you? Uh, no, I'm you... not familiar with the director, but I'm familiar with those movies. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, it's interesting when you say that, I go, uh, d- d- is he a part of C on uh, Apple TV? Do you know? Uh, that sounds. I, 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 you know what? I have the IMDb pulled up myself too. Yeah. So look and see if that... he's a part of that. Because I know, obviously, you know, Jason Momoa is part of that, which is. Um... You and know, not he, even just him, Jason Momoa and uh, the what's his name, the uh, uh, who's the wrestler, the um, the big oh, guy he was in, right? Uh, yeah, Dave Bautista. Yeah, or yeah. yeah, he he also is in C, 
And then there was one other guy that was in there too. So I was like, oh, it's a lot of guys from that show. So I felt like maybe it's, the, it's probably the same casting or maybe they have the same agents or something. But I, there is a connection to see, which, by the way, is really great. And I highly suggest you watch that. That, yeah, that I've been meaning to check out. I have not seen, I have not seen C yet. Um, <laughs> it's, it's actually really good. <laughs> you got to watch both seasons. Like the first season, you might be like, okay, maybe. But like the second season, what, it's just great, you know. And, and a lot of the elements that I like about that show were in this, uh, in this Dune. Uh, you know, Dune, uh, first of all, you, when you know the, the, the order, it, it comes before Star Wars. So people might relate it to Star Wars. People might be like, oh, this is very Star Warsy. But what people don't know is the dude wrote this way before Star Wars even came out. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. I you now you can, George Lucas probably stole from this. I mean, you know yeah. What I, mean? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, cuz uh, uh when did when did the book come out? I'm looking that up right I now. I think it was 65. Uh, uh, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he definitely he, he had to have taken <laughs> from this because yeah, there's so many aspects. Yeah, I mean, this was yeah, whole... this was 65 and Star Wars came out in 72, but they probably started making it in like 70, 16, you know. So he was probably heavily influenced by this moot by this book. Yeah, no, definitely. Um now I I I don't know about you. I I appreciate that the director was um you know, he trusted his audience to eventually realize what's going on and everything. But mm-hmm. I, for me, I feel like it could have used a Lord of the Rings-esque beginning. Like, this is the world we're in. This is the universe we're in. These are the houses. These are this, 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 and, you know, this. Uh what well, do you I hear think? you, but he was telling he was telling a two and a half two and a half hour story, a two two hours and thirty five minute story as it is. Yeah, and I think the things and I think the things that he did show, uh, it was just kind of like, well, listen, I got to get this in because I don't even know if I'm going to get a second movie. You know, so yeah. there, I think there was certain I think there was certain parts of the story that he was like, look, I got to catch you guys up as fast as I can. So. You know, a lot of things were inferred. You know, it was, uh, you know, you, you got that they were a part of some sort of galactic empire. Uh, you, got, you got that there were, like, obviously factions. You know, it was very much, if I had to describe this movie, it was Star Wars meets Game of Thrones, you know? Yes. It was ver- you know, it was very much like, um, you know, so, then you, so you kind of had to infer, like, oh, okay, so they don't like each other, and, and this is happening, and it's like, you know, the sort of, like, Avatar you know, the, 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 the people are coming to steal the resources from the planet that, you know, it's sacred to these people. It's like, so it had that element to it too. So, you know, so then you had like an evil government. I mean, it's all the same kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So they were trying to set up early, like this is an evil government and these are people within it. And these, these people here uh, behind me are like sort of the good guys, you know what I mean? And, 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 And then, and then also with this sort of like religion, aspect of it where there's these religious people behind the scenes you know so like the order of the jedi type right. of thing you know you know what i'm saying so it was like very much like and they're and they're sort of like keeping the galaxy in order so it was like very like like so even as i talk about it right now i i say to myself even more for sure george lucas stole this you know a, a lot of things he borrowed a lot of concepts and ideas from dune you know, but he, but Dune just made a terrible movie the first time around, or it was too artsy fartsy, is really what I what I want to say. Yeah. Uh, but now this, when we come to this point right now, it's just I don't know. I just I really enjoyed this movie. If there was no pandemic, would have I enjoyed it just as much? Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe. But I just I I thought it was 
I, I enjoyed the story that they were trying to tell, but I'm like an avid moviegoer, and so I fill in the gaps more than, say, the average person. So I'm already filling in the gaps in this movie of the knowledge, and I go, oh, I get this. Okay, so they don't like each other, and boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and it, they, to me, he created a rich world that I want to see a way more of, that, that we could see, like, prequels, and you know what I'm saying? You could yeah. see. Yeah. You know, yeah, like he's created a universe, and I think that he did a good job with that. Yeah, yeah, total. You know, they, you know, the phrase is thrown around a lot: world building. Like he built this world, and you know, we're you know now enthralled in it, and you know, just uh, excited by it. Now, you said, you know, would you enjoy this much? What what would the pe- pandemic have to do with it? Like, what 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 would you say? Oh, because you said our you world, because we have, it. I can count the movies I've been to. You know, I yeah. haven't seen a lot of movies. I haven't, right. you know, I, I just haven't seen a lot of movies. I haven't wanted to go see a lot of movies. It's just, that's the reason. It's like, it's like, you know, and I really appreciate the movie going experience. So when you, yeah. when you're in a movie and you like really, like it just grabs you the way this movie did, yeah. I, I think to myself, damn, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it just as much. Yeah. You know, no. But I, but I do think that uh, the, the pandemic has changed. Just like what the things we appreciate and don't appreciate. Yeah, I think so too. Um, which is sad in a way, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it, it kind of gets you excited for what's coming next. You know, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to yeah, the Order of the Jedi and everything. I mean, yeah, this whole religion they have going on, like this. I don't even know the name of it. I, I had it written down somewhere. I forgot my notebook. Yeah, I, I'm c- very I couldn't follow all my... this stuff too. And like, <laughs> you know, Thraki but, and... <laughs> but yeah, but you kind of get you got a sense that you know that these people were kind of behind the shadows, and they've said they even said it straight out in the movie. Like, you know, you guys guide the politics behind the scenes. You know. That's what the boy said to his mom. You know, he was like, you know, I know what you guys do. You know, so right. it's like that kind of thing. And I felt like, you know, okay, this was like, you know, it's 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 like it's hard to to unknow what you know. You know what We're, I mean? Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like, there's for sure going to be people that are avid Star Wars fans who have been watching it now for forty years who are going to be like, oh man, they this is like, because I I even said that I was even like, oh, this is very Star Warsy, and then somebody hit me up in my like Instagram chat or YouTube or something. And they were like, Hey man, Frank Wright wrote this book in 65. This was before star Wars. And then I, then I went, Oh man, that's okay. That's very, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, that's enlightening. Yeah. It's, it's very enlightening. You know, <laughs> well, it really changes my whole perception of like when I look at star Wars now and I just go, Oh man, this is like, you, you really, <laughs> You really, you really stole from this guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I mean, yeah, it would be interesting to see an interview like with uh, George Lucas now to see. Yeah, how much he. Yeah, now he, that we've seen Dune, inspired uh, by. Told, yeah, we've yeah, just George Lucas was ahead of the game. He just was a better storyteller. Yeah, yeah, a better, I mean, a be- he was just a better movie maker. You know, yeah. I mean, he he, you know, opportunist. I guess you could say. Um, and I bet, and I would venture to say that they probably wanted to make Dune earlier. But then when Star Wars came out, they were like, oh, man. Because that's right. the same thing that happened with Inception, you know? Like, they wanted to make Inception, but then the Matrix was oh, so big, it was like, right. you know, I yeah. heard him say that. You know, he was like, ah, I can't make this now because yeah. that's why I took he, – he made it later because it was yeah, too similar. Because, it's, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, the same, you know, type of, yeah, idea – I guess yeah, you could yeah. say with, with even if it's not and, the same, people are dumb. Yeah. They, they, yeah. get a, they get a whiff that 
this might be the same, and then they, you know, that's how they do it. I, I love, yeah, so, I mean, back to, yeah, I mean, kind of what the force is in this movie is she tells, right. his mother tells him, Tim- Timothy Chalamet's character, Paul, which the character names in this movie are interesting. I figured they would be, like, yeah. more ancient, but his name is Paul. Um, yeah, 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 I is, thought the same thing, too. I was like, okay. All right, you know, Paul. like, that's a, is that some kind of, like, you know, a weird, like, whatever yeah. planet he's from name, this water planet that they're from. I'm like, right. all right. Yeah. But, yeah, she tells him to use the voice to ask for the water, and that's where yeah. we first get that, you know, first of all, the sound yeah, design of that, you know, of... But, there's a magic but I, in this world. But I tell you what, man, the uh, the late Rebecca Ferguson, has her name? Rebecca Ferguson, who plays his mom. Uh, she, man, she yeah. was fantastic. I mean, I felt every bit of her emotions when she wasn't saying anything. Like, she definitely had this strong mama bear. Oh, yeah. You know, she, and, and you felt how she was torn between these two worlds of, like, loving her family but being a dedicated... Uh, acolyte in this religion, and you know, and they really, they were, and they really represented that too. They really showed you that too. That you really saw her, you know, her the turmoil, how she was torn between two worlds. Yeah, and, and that was really good. Yeah, because I mean, the what she's part of is kind of like, uh, like you were saying, Game of Thrones earlier, like the uh, Melisandre character, the the Red Witch or whatever. You know, was, yeah. she, they're kind of like that. You know. Um, essence or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, they're very, very much. Yeah, they're very much. They're like this secret order, this secret religion. Right. I think it's more like the Jedi than anything else. There's this secret order that kind of keeps balance and it's working behind the scenes to make sure that you know, it, you know, it's very much like that. And it was just you know, you got this, and and then it's like, you know, it makes you go. Like this is a grand scale of things. Is like so you have these two, you know, the families who are like sort of fighting with each other, or who who obviously dislike each other, and they seem to have a lot of like resources and power, right? And they're being controlled by some emperor. So it's like now you want to see like, well, what does that look like? You know, like how how are they being? How are they taking any orders from anyone? You know, so right. that lets you know, like, how, how powerful must that person be? So it really like, I don't know. It was it was a good again. It was a good story. I don't want to spoil anything. You know, I'm not no, what, 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 what your rule I'll is on pre- your podcast. No, I'll, I'll preface in the beginning that there there will be spoilers. So we can we can get into spoilers all you want, my friend. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, well, yeah, the the emperor thing. I mean, well, first of all, I mean, no, another Star Wars thing. You know, emperor. That's what I'm know, saying. This like, sort of like <laughs> all imp- like this sort of like central power that controls all of the universe type of thing is very much. Uh, you know, you just kind of go, whoa, this is a lot of. Well, you know, there's another show on Apple TV called Foundation. I don't know if you've watched that or if you even have, but that's another great show. And and this reminds me of that too, actually. Like this reminds me of that too. Like it's very much. Uh, of a, a big show with a lot of information, a lot of characters, a lot of and so I, I would if you liked Dune, I would suggest you watch Foundation also. Yeah, yeah, because I mean this the, the world, you know, it, if if there wasn't a part two, which they announced, I think after this came out, now um, 
I don't. Did they finally know. announce it? Well, yeah, when you look yeah. on the IMDb, it says it's in pre-production. So I, I, mean, I think uh, that they did. They finally announce it because I, yeah. I, I would I would be really upset if they didn't make another movie and even a third. Well, because you know the the um camp you know marketing campaign in this movie was just Dune, but then when you watch the movie, you know the credit right comes away, up and one. it's Dune Part One. So it's like okay. Yeah. This is part of a whole story, um, so that's why it's like if part two doesn't come out, like I don't know if this movie's as can stand, you know, can be a standalone yeah, yeah. film, you know. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It's just. It's just one of those. What. What are you. What are your thoughts on uh, T- Timothy Chalamet as an actor? I think he's really great actor, and um, I like when like an artsy fartsy actor like that uh, gets into. Um, a blockbuster and brings that sort of indie movie soul to it because that's yeah. exactly what he did. You know, he's very because he's very much an indie movie guy, probably makes every choice is meticulous. And I'm sure it was a lot for him to like do this movie. You know, I'm sure there was like he had a lot of say in like, you know, well, this is how he feels and this is what he would do. And this is, you know, because you could tell he was like prepared and thoughtful about. The things that he was doing, because he's a really fantastic young actor, and and it's like he's good looking too. So that's like you know they go like we got to pick. So when I see someone like this, I just hope I hope they're a good actor, and he was a great actor. Yeah, yeah, he he didn't disappoint in that aspect. You know, like no, he, was... he he totally carried it, and and I believed him. Yeah, because I mean, every time I I see him, I think like, oh, is corniness going to come out? Is corniness, you know, am I going to see? But I never I never found that. Like it was just like natural, you know. It just was. It, it it fit um yeah but uh yeah really his good. his character paul uh is having all these you know dreams. what <laughs> you know what they didn't hit the l a lot in the movie so a lot of times i thought his name was paul you know oh, what i mean okay yeah you again know, so that's, I, that, that, that's why that uh, be... subtitles helped me i think <laughs> oh, oh 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 yeah i thought his name was paul a lot of the times and i was like is it paul are they saying paul you know <laughs> Yeah, it, it was a lot of regular ass names though, you know, like Duncan, Paul, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, Duke, yeah, because I mean, uh, or like Leto or Jessica, right? You know, all the people's <laughs> names were like pretty much like, oh, okay, this yeah, is just, like pretty pretty regular regular ass names, you know? <laughs> now, yeah, because I mean, it would be nice to know because in the movie it says like year ten thousand something or something like that. So, are we to assume this is part of? our universe like are we you know what i don't i don't know i don't think so you yeah know, i just i just think it's like one of those things where you just like you suspend your disbelief and you yeah. just go with it you know <laughs> yeah no I, yeah no but they try to explain enough of like explaining like sort of like inferring a lot of the this is what's happening this so there's, you could tell there's a lot of politics going on a lot of family drama going on a lot of like right know, living up to living up to expectations and and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. So you know it was like you know there, there there's there's betrayal, there's honor, there's like you know and like and, and Jason Momoa, I got to give it up to this guy too, man. Like he's turned himself into a really fantastic actor. Yeah. You know, like I really I believe him in these roles that he does. Like I believe him in this. You know he was he was really good. You know and you got that's why you got to watch C also because he's really fantastic in that. 
Yeah, yeah, because I mean, yeah, you see him as yeah, just this, you know, you see him in interviews and stuff. He's just a sappy go lucky guy, and you think like, oh, he's just, they only cast him because he's big and muscular, you know, that's why they cast him. But no, I mean, you watch him, and it's just like he's got depth to him, man. Yeah, yeah he's man. got a lot of depth like, to him. You believe, yeah, yeah, I especially agree. like he had such a likable character in this, and yeah, the way he went out again, spoilers are are on this uh, show, the way he went out sacrificial like um you know sacrificed himself for the the house um again a lot of game of thrones-esque like the house of atreides or you know the house yeah, of yeah 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 and then the bad guys are ho- ho- i don't even know what the they are but the, the uh, scars guard uh the it plays the villain um baron and uh, uh yeah. D- dave patista's uh, part of that as well that uh, again there's just so much to still find out about this world um yeah which is so it makes it even more intriguing it's like i i want to know more like <laughs> what, right when- that's what i thought like i've already seen it twice now i watched it in a theater then i didn't re- i didn't even realize it was on hbo max until i got home and then i was like oh i can watch it there yeah <laughs> and i'm so glad i didn't know that because i'm glad i watched it first in the movie theater yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to see it in the movie theater now. Because yeah, I think it's worth watching in the movie theater, yeah. man. I, I just think the cinematography, uh, that that theater sound was like, you know, it just really made everything pop, and it, it, it was great. I, I really, I really enjoyed it, and I think they picked like some really great actors. Uh, mm-hmm. They br- they really brought this story to life. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, you have the whole you know thing with you know the the bad guys uh herokin is that the is that the name herokin or something um, i don't know man i couldn't there. keep track of all i the, know that's what i'm saying the, the, the like tribes sub- and everything and that's what i'm saying too that it was like <laughs> it took me it took me a good 45 minutes to wrap my brain around compartmentalizing who people are in this story and then right. like kind of going okay all right now i got it all right where are we now where are we? okay we're on the <laughs> desert all right you know what i mean you know exactly so it's like, there's a lot of information, but again, I understand why he needed to get that information out. There was probably a big discussion about when they should start the movie, when they should start the story, what they wanted to get across. And, you know, I bet the director's cut's like three hours, you know, and I would love to right. see that. <laughs> love to I see know, the stuff seriously. That they cut out of it, yeah, you know? I, can, I can only But imagine. I almost feel like they wasted this on a movie. I really wish this was an eight-part series. I think you can tell so much more. Oh, well, I know you can tell so much more yeah, man. in in TV. You know, I mean, yeah. just yeah, just release it as a mini series or whatever you want to call it. Like it's yeah, there's so much here. Obviously, uh, it makes me want to read the books, but I mean, who's gonna read? Oh, me nowadays, too. I'm thinking you know? about getting the audio book on Audible and like checking yeah. that out. Cause no, then you, definitely. Cause then, you, then you're gonna really get all the details because I'm sure in a book he just really goes in. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out so much more. Uh, yeah. Because, again, this movie makes you, you know, wanting more. Um, yeah, because you have Tim- Timothy Chalamet, Paul, um, his character. He uh, He's having these dreams. Um, he keeps seeing uh, Zendaya <laughs> in his yeah. dreams. And, uh, you know, because you have the Fremen. The Fremen are which the I, Furman. I, I thought it was the Furman, Furman, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah they live. Yeah, out. they're the native people on this desert planet, you know. And it's like, but they didn't really get. You didn't get the scope and scale of their world as much as you did 
the the two, the two the two warring factions. I did notice that they made reference to it by saying there's like all these different places on the planet and there's millions of them. They made reference to that saying there's millions of them, but they didn't really represent that in the movie. It just made it seem like there was this small tribe that was right there, you know. R- Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you, you got to think there's other houses and well, you know, there's other houses and everything. Um, uh, but I w- was reading something that, that like the other they brought them to this desert planet to basically destroy them because they knew there right, wouldn't be right, any questions right. from the other houses. Um YouTube is great for people who just want to yeah, explain yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. movies away. Um, get the, oh, the, the Dune catch-up stream or something, <laughs> whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's just yeah, so much to this movie and so much uh, more to come. You, I would assume your, your camera your camera went out of focus because of whatever you just did. It's like your face is out of focus. There you go. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. I, I, I know, I know how that is, and it I appreciate that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that this spice stuff um, and these dreams he's having, these hallucinations he's having. Um, what, 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 what do you think of this? Like, I mean, this is well. I mean, I think that I get it. I mean, they, they really. They made this the whatever that stuff is that mineral that's on this planet. They they let you know how important it is to this, you know, empire. You know, like they said, you know, without it, there'd be no intergalactic travel. So they made it. They, right. they, they let you yeah. know how important this thing was, and this was the one place you can get it. Um, you know, so you know, and then again, this is just a part of. The, the stuff about the dreams and all, that's just a part of the, the magic part about it. That's the the Jedi power part about, you know, this this sort of like religious theme that they have going on in the movie too, that there's going to be a messiah to save the people. And apparently everyone, you know, in the galaxy knows about this. So, yeah, yeah, because the first... And, and this religious under, uh, this religious order is, you know, trying to make it happen they're trying to like manipulate the system they're trying to like here we're gonna make them this messiah ourselves we're gonna like place people in different places you know what i mean yeah so you can tell like like i would love to get like the backstory of how um you know the duke played by oscar isaac and rebecca ferguson lady jessica h- how they got together because it seems to me like it was probably an arranged marriage, right? It seemed to me it, it seems to me it wasn't a marriage of love. It was a marriage of like this order made it happen. Well, it's it's interesting because the, at some point they call him uh, call her his concubine, um, and then at one point he also says, "I I should have married you." So it doesn't even seem like they were actually even like married. Um, yeah, it so weird, the, yeah, it was a weird thing. Yeah, right? so the, but that, but that's part <laughs> of the intrigue and politics and backstory that. Which you want to you want to know more of, but I think right. what we're talking about right now makes it really great storytelling because we filled in the blanks with our own imagination based off what they did tell us. You know, I thought right. the, the story that was untold was just as powerful as the one that was told, and I thought that's what made it a really great movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, yeah, again, there's yeah, just so much. 
so much he he could put into two and a half hours that it's just you know there's obviously just yeah, so much more. Yeah, and I, I would almost that, love like I wouldn't even mind if there's like a movie like what Marvel's doing, man. Like what Marvel's doing is like they're telling these great like individual stories, but they still lead up to movies, you know? Right. So it's okay, like you know, you know, like give us a long eight eight hour Dune. This is it, and then you finish it with a movie. Then I'll be okay. But like, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of spoiled. I'm kind of spoiled in terms of like, <laughs> this isn't enough. Like that right. wasn't enough. I'm not satisfied with that movie. Like this should have been a series. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I took away from it too. It's because like we're at least gonna have to wait two years for the the second one to come out. Um, yeah, minimum. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm surprised too because. Uh, did you watch uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Yeah, I didn't really like it. It was kind of slow for me. Yeah, that's and that's the thing, um, you know, because you know uh, Denny Villeneuve made this and and Dune or Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Dune, um, and you know that didn't do great at the box office, and I'm, I'm surprised they, you know, trusted him because with it's this, like but- it's because it's like you're gonna do a sequel to a. F- 45 year old movie or something right. like whatever however wherever, wherever blade runner was you know yeah it's like yeah. 40 years old movie you know it's like okay man like <laughs> you, you have to retell a story again it's almost like they should have read they, they almost should have remade blade runner and then done this you know new thing because i i just it didn't i didn't even remember everything i didn't i, I was just kind of like i don't know this universe i don't know this world and they actually didn't fill in the blanks with the the storytelling where you could be like oh this makes sense. This happened. That happened. It just it just was kind of its, its own standalone movie, and I don't, it just didn't, you know, what what's happening here? Why is Harrison Ford <laughs> here again? You know, yeah. What what is this? Why is he looking all confused? I'm confused. Yeah. as Harrison Ford yeah, is he crashing so an airplane somewhere? Um, you know, have you ever met Harrison Ford? No, I would like no. to meet Harrison Ford. <laughs> have you ever met any of the folks behind you? No, uh, I to, wish. Okay. None of these people I've met. <laughs> no, none of them. If I, if I okay. do, the first thing I'm going to talk about is this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so I mean, what, what, what? You know, obviously the the cinematography, the the sound, the everything. But like, what, what would you say is the um, epitome or the um, catalyst? Or I don't even know what I, I I'm looking. At, I, I got to find a thesaurus, but. What drew you to this movie so much? Like, what resonated with you so much about this movie? Well, because it, uh, it reminded me of a lot of things that I really hold dear, that I really love, movies that I really love. It reminded me of Star Wars, and Star Wars has, like, been a part of my whole entire life. I don't, my whole life, Star Wars has been around, you know? Yeah. Um, it reminded me of Game of Thrones, which I really enjoyed, you know, and it just it just reminded me of those things, and, and remi- you know, so I just think that it had a lot of these like elements of storytelling and intrigue, and it was grand and it was big, and I think we're missing that. And it was also like I felt like because of like you know being indoors for so long and the world being so weird for the last almost two years, we needed to see this again that this was possible, right? That something big and grand and uh, you know the bigger than life can still be made and done and and people can enjoy it you know 
Like we don't know all the nonsense that they had to go through behind the scenes to make this movie. But what we do know is we enjoy the finished product. And so I think that's why it really resonated with me. Yeah, I, I like that because, you know, especially when you compare it to the pandemic, not to make it, you know, not to get too corny, but, um, you know, you you can see, you know, uh, Timothy Chalamet's character, he obviously was sheltered in place, kind of, you know, he was a sheltered boy, you know, obviously he learned, yeah. you know, fighting and everything, but he was sheltered, but now he's introduced to this vast new world. There's so much more out there. And you can kind of compare that to how we've been the past year and a half, you know, when we were stuck inside and, you know, but we realize now that there's <laughs> so so much more out there and so much more to, you know, um, appreciate. Um, and uh, yeah, again, yeah, not to be too corny, but yeah, that's it's, it's, when you when you say you know when you're comparing it kind of to to the pandemic, that's what it makes me you know think of. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, I mean, it was like I can say I was I, I don't know I don't even know what more to even say about the movie. I just feel like I do I do recommend people watching the movie. I think I, I do think you should go to the theaters and watch it. I think it's really worth it. I think it's a really great movie going experience. Is uh, if, you're sci- if you're into sci-fi, you're into like you know royal sort of like intrigue. This is gonna be a great movie for you. Do you think uh, Josh Brolin's character Gurney? I think it is. Uh, he's got to be alive still, right? They didn't show him die, right? But who knows? They killed so many people. I well, know. Spoiler alert! But <laughs> you know what I mean. So many people died that it's like uh, you know. Uh, we'll see. You know, I, I, there's there's more, but I think that this next movie is going to be a lot about you know this guy getting into this role of the you know this you know free, free you know this you know uh, Luke Skywalker role you know what right I mean? yeah of like freeing the Empire you know what I mean so. I- yeah, that's what that next thing will be about, you know, and then yeah, because Zend- Zendaya will actually be in the movie this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we, we we gotta learn about the emperor, whoever that is, and the double yeah, cross yeah. he did. Right, we gotta learn about that. Gotta learn oh, more I about the, the. I think the emperor is again is a guy that's in the. He was a guy that was in found. You know that picture they kept showing on the wall. That's right, a specific yeah. actor. Uh, what's his name? He's also on that show Foundation. So I think that he's the emperor. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah that makes more sense then. So yeah, but but yeah, I mean, we we got to find more about you know his character and and everything. So yeah, I mean, you got to think he's going to be in the next movie. Got to find more about the magic. Right. And more, right. Right. Disorder and what's happening, yeah. and you know, you know, of course, they had this whole thing. He's a guy. He's not supposed to be the one. You know. You know, it was like a lot of things like that. You know, you should have had a girl, and it's like you know, it's like all this. You know, it, I don't know. It's like it's the the this. You know, it's just a it's just a lot of information, and once you like watch it again, you realize how well done it was done. Like you know, yeah, you were given information that you needed. There was nothing wasted. You know, like there was nothing where oh they shouldn't have had that. Like everything that was said and done was to keep you in the know and to set up a grander universe, which hopefully will come in a second or third movie. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then total spoilers about the ending. Uh, what uh, I mean, what were your thoughts on this final final sort of a battle, uh, this final scene with Timothy Chalamet and the Fremen uh, um, man? Well, I think that you, what you saw was that he he has visions. He could see the future. 
you know? So there was a part, like, what was strange, though, was, like, he was visioning a future where that guy was helping him. Like, that guy was speaking to him, training him. He was a part, you know, but then this thing happened where now he has to fight that guy, you know? And then he saw how he was going to lose the fight, and then he won the fight, you know? And then and, and, and ending up having to kill him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was like, that was like a lot. And then like the mom had a really tortured, you know, it, it, that that was a big moment for him. That, that Timothy, you know, Paul character. It was a big moment for him where he, he actually full on embraced his role as whatever the hell he was going to be. That's the moment he embraced it. Yeah. Because he had like this sort of like, inner voice talking to him he had this sort of like you know you're and then he like took the challenge of being like well i don't want to kill this guy but i have to right yeah it's like yeah that's there's no other choice yeah because he kept saying like do you you yield and then like the javier bardem character's like nah this isn't how it works yeah we don't we don't (laughs) yeah we don't do we don't do yield in here son we don't yield here (laughs) (laughs) not so like this is this is to the death, homie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, nope, yep, yeah. It's who wins, who wins, you know? That's yeah. that's, that's how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like that because, yeah, it's like, you know, he's never never killed anyone before, as she said. Right. And I, I didn't think about this before, but, yeah, he can see into the future, so he can probably see his moves he's making. And, and, and that's what happened because I think he's – because, you know, he saw a vision of him losing that fight he saw a vision right. of that yeah and then the next but then he didn't lose that fight you know so it was like that was some there was some i was confused there as to why he was seeing visions of that guy kill him no 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 train him sort of yeah like he was like he was having visions of that guy was his friend he was someone that was, you know, helping him. So to, I really am confused about that. That's the one to, thing I am to, confused about. To me, now that we talk it out a little, it's almost like he can see potential futures, but it depends on the choices he makes will determine which future comes about, you know? If he makes this choice, you know, it'll be the death of me. If I make this choice, it'll be the death of him. If I make this choice, somehow we'll draw and we'll become friends and he'll tell me you know right stories and yeah so So it was like yeah so it's not like he actually saw the future the way he saw it so it was like you know and then when the find in the moment he meets zendaya it's just kind of like it's like yeah yeah, this is a girl you've been dreaming about and then here she is right in front of you i thought that i thought there could have been a different reaction there because that's kind of like whoa you know right yeah yeah definitely and yeah, I just love the yeah different sayings in this movie. You know the quotes in this movie, just because when he's talking with the guy he kills at the end. You know when we see a vision of him before that. You know he's saying like just go with the universe, like just go with the flow, basically. Like I, I love yeah. that whole mindset. Like just go with the flow of the universe. Like don't fight against it. Like just go with the flow, and that's how he kind of got th- through that sandstorm and everything. So. um yeah, uh, it's just there's so much in this movie that it's 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 just it's outstanding. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like I, 
I don't know. Like I'm, I might actually, I might actually watch it again tonight just because <laughs> of talking about it. Right. Just to yeah. be like, because like, and I, because then like, you know, the more information you know, then you really are kind of just in it. You know what I mean? You're just kind of in it. You know? Yes. I, just, I don't know. I just like, I like a good. I guess I miss a good. Like like Game of Thrones really was such a great show because it was this rich world and then you got to know like the landscape and you got to know like the houses and you were just yes. like ooh you know like you get you got to know all of this and this kind of like hinted at that you know yes it sort of let you feel like ooh we're going in that direction so i really started to spice up about it you know so yeah. i'm just i hope that they i hope that they are allowed to like keep going and and, and find that I 100% agree. Yeah, it's like, you know, you get that itch. Like, if you were an addict, you know, you get that itch again. Like, ooh, I want that taste. I want that taste yeah. of that Game of Thrones yeah. again, you know? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, and that's that's what makes me now wish that this was just a mini series and <laughs> we could just enjoy it and it right. would just go on and, and on. And then talk about it every week, you know? It's yes. like, oh, my God, they introduced <laughs> this character and stuff. You know, that's, that's all, you know. Yeah. And, like, I love... Like, I really like that format of, like, I don't like, I like binge-watching stuff, of course. We all do. But I like when they hold it back. Yes. I 100% agree there, too, because I've been binge-watched. I've been happy, you know. I've been, you know, disappointed when, you know, I can't go to the next episode. Like, oh, I wish there was more. But it gives you a whole week to then... Think uh, about it and like yes. you know, digest more and really yes. like really invest in it. I I and think when they let you binge watch a whole show, you don't really get invested the way you do when you can like wait a week and it's sort of like uh, you know it's that sort of talk you could do like with you know you you have a friend who's into it too and you're like I wonder what's going to happen and you speculate and all this stuff and it just builds up the anticipation. <laughs> Excuse me, when you could just watch the whole thing, you yeah. miss a lot. Absolutely, yeah, because you just want to get through it. Like, oh, what's yeah, the end product? Yeah, what's the end? What's the end? Yeah. What's the end? Like, what yeah. happens? You you just kind of go right through it. So, I don't know, man. I Definitely, don't know. but yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, and then you can theorize. You know, you can make. I remember watching Breaking Bad when it was out. Like, you know, thinking like, oh, what's gonna happen next week? And going on Reddit, like seeing all everyone's theories and stuff. It's just like you know, it's ex- it makes it more exciting to see the next episode and. You know, it's uh, but so Dune. Yeah, uh, let's make this a miniseries, Denny Villeneuve. Right, come on. I know, come man. On. Like, or at least, or at least, like, or if, or like, you know, take like what they do in Marvel now is like, here's one of these characters. Tell me their story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us the how'd story they, of like how they get here or where they going. You know. Right. Right, yeah. Tell us the story so of much, Josh yeah, Brolin's the, the, character, yeah. or you know, right. just get, the, the world is so rich. Us. Right, yeah. I want to. I want to. Yeah. yeah, the immersion pro, the immersion watching. You know, I want to emerge myself into this galaxy that they've created. And like I said, I really think he did a fantastic job. I mean, like the movie or not, um, I think you will really appreciate like all that went into. You know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely, man. Yeah. Great, uh, great flick. I'm so glad you you chose to talk about it because it finally made me see it. Because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I've been just you know kind of procrastinating about it. I've I've wanted to see it since I've heard about it because of the director. But then uh, 
uh yeah you finally made me watch it my friend so thank you for that so, <laughs> um but uh but yeah any any final thoughts on, on the flick my no, man not really i mean i just feel like we, i think we talked about it really good ex- extensively and i think that like hey if people that are listening like it go check it out you know if you don't like yeah. it put a comment on you you know put a, put yeah, a comment there exactly. being like this is what you don't like about it but i think it's the kind of movie that if you even if you don't like it there's something to talk about there's something to say like this is why i didn't like it and it's still shows you what a rich universe it is so i don't know absolutely it was, it was really good uh i really enjoyed it and you know like i said i am probably gonna watch it again tonight i love it i love it uh and that's what the what we love about the show is yeah just kind of uh you know coming to epiphanies about films and you know just uh yeah just seeing what uh people's thoughts are on on films usually it's a classic one but i'm glad we did a new one so it's it's why well, i didn't know that if i had known it, no I no picked no a it's not your fault it's not your <laughs> fault so i would have picked so, like school of rock you know? I, <laughs> ooh, I was gonna say what so what would you have picked if you were gonna I choose like picked, i would have one of your school favorites of rock. yeah ooh, that is yeah, a fantastic cool. that is one of those that are just like you know it's i mean it's a comedy obviously but it's like it's so rewatchable and it's it it really is it's just a sweet lovable movie that like you just can follow it along and you enjoy every beat of that movie that was jack black at his best yeah have you met him was, uh yeah i've met jack black a few times well he was on but the i'm workaholics wasn't he uh, he was. He an episode? I don't remember. Yeah. I probably wasn't. I wasn't in that episode. If yeah. he was in, I don't. But remember. we're talking to Eric about Eric Griffin right now. I'm sorry. Wait, I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, here we go. I look at your bio, and it looks so, like you. <laughs> uh, so your mother was a. Uh, she was a clerk. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, man, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, next time no we'll talk uh, School of Rock. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, the, yeah, we'll do that. We'll talk about. Or, or the Godfather, which is like Ooh. the the two of my favorite movies. Uh, I I've been staying away from like those kind of classic movies just because I'm like, uh, we, we can't touch those. But if you ever want to talk the Godfather, let me know, my man. Um, you gotta watch that. You've seen that, right? Uh, several hundred times. Yeah, um, that's a ma- that's, a, that's a masterpiece. <laughs> the Godfather is a masterpiece. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, so? What's your what's your podcast? Where can people find you? What's uh, well, there what, it is. Uh, oh, right there. I didn't realize I had that there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Wait, how do I? Oh, there yep, it is. right there with Griffin. There you go, Griffin with Griffin. You can check me out there. And I have another podcast called Gen to Gen with this young influencer named Matthew Espinoza. And then I'm on King and a Sting a lot too. So you can check me out on all three things, Griffin with Griffin. But you know, you just go to my website, ericgriffin.com or my Instagram. I'm, I'm Eric Griffin on most things, and that's E R I K. So yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm out here doing it, and I appreciate you. So thanks for having me on. have it folks eric griffin dune denny vilnov timothy chalamet josh brolin did i say timothy chalamet chalamet who else is in it oscar isaac uh ferguson right jessica ferguson i believe i hope i'm right I hate editing, so I hope I don't have to edit that out. No, it's Re- Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. That's who it is. Who else is in this? Zendaya? You all know. We just talked about it. <laughs>
But hope hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow Eric's uh, stuff. Go to ericgriffin.com. You can see where you can follow him and all that jazz, just like he said. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was a blast. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Blockbuster Mentality is our Instagram. BlockbusterMentality.com is where you can find other stuff as well. Um, actually, not other stuff. That's all our shows and Instagram and Twitter as well. But you know what I mean. All right, folks. I'm done talking. It's time to splice this into the episode I already edited. Give you a little behind the scenes action here. But uh anyway, all right, I'm done. All right, folks. Well, that is it for me. For Eric, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Mm-hmm.